0: Beach. Thanks to the Boardwalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network sponsor.
1: Hello, I'm Kim.
0: And I'm Ben.
1: Welcome to today's podcast of If You Really Knew Me, a place for honest conversations about the Enneagram to inspire better connections with others, ourselves, and God. We are so glad you joined us. The title of today's episode is Becoming Your Best Self. And that title actually uh, makes me think of everybody at some point in their lives They take a look at themselves and they see room for improvement, right? Mm -hmm. Or if they don't, maybe they should. So Ben, what exactly are we going to be discovering today?
0: Kim, this is part one of becoming our best self. But today we're talking about levels of alignment. We're going to shed some light on why people of the same Enneagram type can look different from each other.
1: Okay, I'm so looking forward to this conversation. And I must confess something, I have had a tendency to clump people of the same Enneagram type together, assuming that maybe they're going to act the same way in certain situations. But even though we may be the same number, it's important to remember, we're all unique and individually made by God, and there's no one else on the planet like you. So don't assume that you'll be exactly the same as someone else with the same type. Ben, can you explain to us how people of the same Enneagram type can look different from each other?
0: Absolutely. First of all, the Enneagram is about motivation and not behavior. So sometimes behaviors will look the same if you have the same motivation, but sometimes it'll look different. So then we get to looking at, well, what makes an Enneagram type look different from someone else with the same Enneagram type? And That is their level of health or their level of alignment. Okay. And levels of alignment refers to alignment with the gospel, which allows us to be our best selves. Different levels of alignment show how people with the same Enneagram type can look differently. You can be healthy, you can be average, or unhealthy with the alignment to the gospel. And if someone is in healthy spaces attempting to live, being their best selves they still can have the same core motivations and personality type as someone who is in unhealthy space reacting and behaving to people and situations differently. Living as his beloved is aligned with the gospel. You know, when this happens, we no longer use our personality strategies to meet our needs and desires. When we go to God and use his strength and his wisdom, that is living our best self. You can see That when we're living in average space, though, we rely on our own strength. Mm -hmm. And when we are out of alignment with the gospel, we think we're all alone and kind of react and behave accordingly.
1: That's pretty powerful. I mean, so what you're saying is how we act in our type is a direct reflection of where we are in our relationship with God, like whether it's good or bad.
0: That is, but it's also really believing what God wants us to believe about ourselves. Okay. So it's action, but it's also belief and Mm. it's those levels of health. And what do we describe as the ultimate level of health that Mm -hmm. is being in line with what God says about us. Wow. For each type, I'm going to go in order of average, which is also like autopilot um, to out of alignment and then healthy perspectives from living in alignment with the gospel. And I like this because I have, so being a certified Enneagram coach with YEC, your Enneagram coach, Mm -hmm. there's some things that we like to talk about. We're going to go through type two first. A two in average space, they need to be highly involved with their friends. Mm -hmm. They search for people in need so they can help them. And a lot of times they will start to use flattery. Or gift-giving mm. affection to get their affirmation and meet their needs Okay. so a type two could you know this is just their autopilot okay we're gonna we're gonna flatter this person we're gonna make them feel better we're mm-hmm. gonna give gifts in hopes that they will be appreciative of how helpful we are and mm-hmm. whatever which in turn meets the needs of a type two.
1: I'm sure it makes them feel good to it know does. that they bless somebody. It does. Yeah.
0: But, but we're saying that is average space. Okay. And because if they don't get their needs met, they can actually become aggressive or intrude on others' lives. Hmm. So when a type two is totally out of alignment, they try to control others. Maybe you'll see them be a martyr or a victim to get what they want. They can be manipulative And they become blind to this, believing that they are helpful and selfless. Mm. And this is hard because it's harder for them to listen to how they've hurt or intruded on others. This keeps them farther away from the relationships they desire. Wow. Now, when a type two is aligned with the gospel, they see their own feelings and needs and without shame or fear of rejection, they can communicate them directly to others. It's an overflow out of the love of the Lord in their lives.
1: Wow. Just hearing this, let me just stop you here to say that that some of this may be difficult to hear today, depending on what type you are, because we may not like where we're at. <laughs> but yeah. um, some may even be getting a bit defensive already, just say some twos that are listening at this point, wondering why are we questioning their walk with God? And and we're not. That that relationship between you and the Lord, it's it's between you and the Lord and no one else. What we are saying is, is to use the Enneagram as a tool to learn more about yourself and then seek the Lord to help you in those areas that you struggle. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's move on to the next type, which is coming into mind, which is toe-stepping time. So
0: go for it. <laughs> type three. When this type is in average space, they do their jobs well. Autopilot is them driving themselves to achieve goals as mm-hmm. if their worth depends on it. Mm-hmm. They can shape shift to others' expectations to appear successful. Uh, they lose touch with their feelings, however, and put on a false image to win people over mm-hmm. for their admiration of them. Wow. So that's an average type mm-hmm. three space. If, if a type three is totally out of alignment, their fear of failure and humiliation can make them opportunistic. Mm. Um, they can become jealous of others and their success and are willing to do almost anything to preserve their image. Mm. They can become devious and deceptive, untrustworthy. They can sabotage other people's success. Wow. But... A type three in healthy space, they're authentic and without fear because they know that they have complete success in Christ's achievements and Christ's achievements is now their achievement. Mm. They become more self-accepting, no longer needing to perform to earn the love and admiration of others. They know their value in Christ, so they're adaptable and gracious. They improve themselves and are highly effective.
1: I think I've just witnessed myself in flashbacks in all three of those areas.
0: <laughs> you know, when I was going through type two, I'm like, well, I, I was sharing this with someone the other day. I yeah. said, I just had my toes stepped on. Yeah. Because if you're not mindful. Yeah. You're probably in average space. Yeah. If you are doing. Bad and you're not mindful, you're in the unhealthy out of alignment space. So it's kind of like when you're intentional, you can choose the more healthy option. Yeah.
1: Self awareness, it's all about that. Self awareness. (laughs) So what about
0: fours? Type fours in average space can sense that their passionate feelings and imagination is reality. They can begin to take things that are a little too uh, they take them a little too personally. Okay. This leads to hypersensitivity, self-consciousness, and when this happens, they withdraw to protect themselves. They become melancholic and dreamers and being very unproductive. Okay. When type 4s are totally out of alignment and in this unhealthy space, they feel their dreams are failing. And so they hold themselves back from moving forward. Many times they're depressed and emotionally paralyzed and ashamed, and feel unable to function. Hmm. They blame others and drive people away that try to help.
1: Wow. We, we do get ourselves in some pickles every once in a while, don't yes. we, where we need, to, we need to crawl out. We need people's help to crawl out of that, and, and Jesus' help, that's for sure.
0: Yes, so fours can choose the healthy option, and type fours in healthy space are profoundly creative. And they have balanced emotions. Their feelings are grounded so they can see their significance through God. They become gentle and compassionate to others. They can have the ability to be vulnerable and emotionally strong at the same time.
1: You know, as you're going over each of these, I'm just seeing when you get to the healthy spot, we're taking on the attributes of Christ in Mm -hmm. those. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You're like, wow, look at the shift from the unhealthy to the healthy. It is the difference of drawing closer to God and say, I'm gonna die to myself here because my flesh wants what it wants and it's ugly. Mm -hmm. But when we start to take on the attributes of Christ, we start to look more like him. And then look how look how good everything goes. (laughs) When you're describing all them like that's a better life. I want that life.
0: (laughs) It's interesting because you know God is the missing piece to ourselves that make us our best self. Yeah. So he's bringing out the very best in us. Yes. And don't forget that he created us in his image. Mm -hmm. So when we're our best selves, that's a reflection of who he is and we get to do that. Yeah. So that's pretty cool.
1: It's a choice and it's sometimes it's different and we need his help because we're not going to get there on our own. So just take this all with a grain of salt as you take this in. (laughs) Yes.
0: So, so yeah, here here the heart of what's being said here, mm-hmm. it's not saying you are this. Yeah. It's saying this is what this type can look like when it is average and yeah. not aware mm-hmm. or unhealthy and not aware. Yes. And healthy and aware. Yay. We Yay. like the healthy side. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we of course strive for that. And you know, honestly, most of the time we go back and forth between average and healthy yeah so it's not until um, we're hurt mm-hmm. or we're super stressed or that kind of thing that if we're not careful we can creep into that yeah. unhealthy space
1: absolutely
0: let's talk about fives yeah fives in average space can be remote and withdrawn they look at life very cerebrally and as an outsider they don't like surprises and intrusions too many emotions overwhelm them they guard their inner resources by withdrawing. So that's average. If, if they are out of alignment, they become isolated and hostile to those who invade their boundaries mm-hmm. because they feel their inner resources will totally be wiped out. Mm-hmm. They become suspicious and can even plot ways to get back at people. They have a hard time accessing emotions when their minds are overactive and out of control. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. But a healthy type five expresses their feelings in real time. And I just want to stop there because sometimes we talk about type fives. If you have an important thing that you want to discuss, yeah. let them know and give them time to process to it and it. come back to it. <laughs> but a really a healthy type five can actually process their feelings in real time yeah. and become, you know, begin to engage with life instead of observing it they share their insights with their head with their gut and their heart so that it comes from a deeper perspective which really blesses others doesn't it it it
1: does yes
0: they begin to have an enthusiasm for experiences and emotions
1: i have seen this i have seen this i have seen this i live with two fives and they have to it has to be in their time when like you said give them an update hey we need to talk about this later or whatever it's almost like they need to prepare for it and I have seen them when they do share their feelings in real time. And it's awesome. Yeah. Because it's almost like if they're not in a great space, well, wait a minute, I can't think about this right now. Yes. I'll talk to you about it later. Yeah. But when you see that, the emotion, the response come right away, you're like, wow, we are engaging here in yes. an awesome conversation. and This is great. And I thoroughly enjoy when that happens. Yeah,
0: It's so <laughs> profound when they share some of their wisdom. Oh, yeah. You know, they they strive to get more wisdom and to be very capable. Yeah. And when they access that feeling side of Mm. their brain and their personality, it's like they can talk to everyone yeah, and everybody gets something meaningful out of it. And it's
1: joyful for me when I see that happen because they are more by themselves and they do like to seclude sometimes. But when you see that, you're like, wow, they're really engaging here. And that is a wonderful thing. Yeah. And what they say (laughs)
0: makes a lot of sense.
1: Oh, yeah. Because they've done the research. They know it. Yeah. They know it. I love that part. Well, this is a great spot to take a break. We are digging deep today, friends. Um, So let's take a break, let you catch your breath, and we'll be back in a moment.
0: Do your kids love listening to great stories? It can be tough finding a kids podcast which upholds your Christian values. Story Jumpers features exciting, entertaining stories by authors who write from a Christian worldview. Each episode is created with kids in mind. Audiobook clips are followed by a brief author interview your kids will find fascinating. This is a podcast for kids. Subscribe to Story Jumpers wherever you listen to podcasts. Story Jumpers is a member of the Bridge Podcast
1: Network. Welcome back to our discussion of becoming your best self. We left off with type five. So now let's learn about our friends who are type sixes.
0: Our friends, the type sixes. So a type six who is unaware, just in average space, not not choosing the healthy side. They become really busy thinking they have to be the responsible ones. They can become reactive, short tempered. They are highly perceptive and can think through many possible outcomes. Because they have a fear of being hurt or abandoned, they become suspicious of the motives of others and become Mm -hmm. leery of authority. Mm. So when a type six is totally out of alignment, uh, they become extremely anxious about the possibilities of being hurt or in danger they distance themselves from others by thinking up and projecting negative outcomes on others they can feel abandoned paranoid judgmental based on this out of their out of alignment thinking and they can reject even the best advice because they become suspicious they feel isolated and I almost feel like, again, we have to just say, this is totally out of alignment. This is not saying this is what you are. uh, Because we have access to the gospel, Mm -hmm. that the awareness that the Enneagram gives us Mm -hmm. and the transformation that the gospel gives us.
1: Amen. Yes.
0: Type sixes who are healthy, according to the gospel, rest safe, secure, and guided by Christ. They can see the direction of the Holy Spirit more clearly and move confidently toward it. They look for Christ for look to Christ for guidance. They look to Christ for guidance and support instead of so heavily relying on others. They can connect with others out of their inner calm and are loyal and resilient.
1: That's awesome. You know, just that that statement there about how they look to Christ for guidance instead of others. I think we all can do that. Oh, we yes. all you know, you kind of want the whole Jesus with skin on thing and you want somebody right then and there to respond to you. And you, It's almost like you need a reaction no matter what type you are.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I think when we can go, you know what, Lord, it's just you and me. Yep. I need to get out of my head, get out of my way and just focus on him instead of not saying we shouldn't need one another. We, yep. we can, but we need not make man the focus. Yes. God needs to be the focus. So, yes.
0: And, you know, twos and nines will struggle with that. Um, maybe even a little more because hmm. they're other referenced. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the go to to let others depend on others for our sense of self. Yeah. And when you're not getting that feedback and affirmation, um, it'll also be a struggle for people with words of affirmation yes. as a, <laughs> yes. as a love language. And are you
1: looking at me when you say that? And, what
0: Well, I'm looking at myself too. <laughs> there needs to be a mirror in here. So yeah, you're now stepping on my toes <laughs> because it's we don't always get the audible words. yes, but we if we have our belief system in alignment with the gospel, yeah, then we can confidently know who we are, yeah and move forward out of that confidence when
1: I have been in an unhealthy space which has been many times over my life I have found myself literally calling the next person the next person the next person because you need to hear something Mm -hmm. and I I heard someone say one time we need to go to the throne and not the phone
0: oh and I was like okay you are
1: gonna slap me like that that'll (laughs) preach right there and it convicted me because I was like Am I just stirring things up by going to the next person the next person to to feed something in myself to feel better and to, for someone to give me some kind of confirmation mm. or do I need to just sit quietly at the feet of Jesus and that that stuck with me the throne in the phone thing so if you've learned nothing else Yes <laughs> well do, and
0: that's a good point you because know. when we're not in alignment with the gospel we do try to seek you know we we look to others for fulfillment we use our own capabilities to look for fulfillment. Yeah. And it isn't until we're in alignment with Christ yeah. that we actually get it. Yeah. And so, this is all
1: numbers. I'm not just speaking like all numbers. Yes, I think we all, all have a numbers. tendency to yep. do this. So so what about sevens?
0: Sevens. When sevens are in average space, they try to avoid pain, sadness, or disappointment. They think that new and exciting experiences will avoid discomfort. They try to convince themselves and others that there's always a silver lining with anything bad, which keeps them from living in the present reality. Sometimes it's difficult for them to focus on projects and commit to relationships while they're in this average space, this autopilot. Sometimes when others point this out, they even escape more into exciting experiences. Hmm. Now, if a type seven is totally in an unhealthy space They will try to avoid absolutely anything that causes pain or boredom. (laughs) They escape restrictions and limitations by replacing them Mm. with fun and pleasure. They become more risky and addictive and feel that others are keeping them from the joy of life. Mm -hmm. They fail to see that their discontentment comes from their unending appetite for experiences that cannot be filled with earthly pleasure.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: And when a type 7 is in that healthy, aligned space, they know that the joy and satisfaction they seek comes from being in the presence of God, which is what mm. you were just speaking yeah, exactly. of. And God's children have everything they need for lasting satisfaction and happiness. They can also address sadness and disappointment, which is not something that a type 7 likes to address all the time. They're still playful and fun but they're also principled and grounded
1: yeah some of what you're saying reminds me of the phrase that that we all have a god-shaped hole in our hearts and if it's not fully filled with god we try to fill it with things or people or experiences and this is not just picking on a seven but but because you said that about experiences it made me think we Mm -hmm. all do it yeah and it's like what can i shove there to fill this spot and the funny thing is I'm not specifically talking about non-Christians. I'm talking about Christians. Like we mm-hmm. already know. Yeah. We already know God and God is in our heart. And he's and We've invited him in there. But sometimes we're still not satisfied with things and we will shove everything else in there. So it's just a good reminder that what are you doing? What are you shoving in there yeah. that needs to be replaced by the Lord? Because he will fulfill all of that that you're needing or longing for.
0: Yep. Yep. We all look, we use our Enneagram type to... Negotiate and see the world. Mm -hmm. So we all use that to find and fill that God shaped hole. Yeah. So seven's experiences. Um, Six is safety. Five is wisdom. Yeah. Um, Four is creativity and originality. Yeah. Three is success.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Two is helpfulness and being needed and wanted. Mm -hmm. One is having everything right and as good as it can be. Wow. Nine is peace. And eight is control and protection, most of all.
1: So you might seek one of those things to fill the hole. Yeah. Well, like for me, it's success. Okay, stuff's not going right in my life. Let me be successful in this over here, so then I'm going to feel better.
0: Right. (laughs) If I wow. if I work really hard toward finding this that I find yep. most important, yep. then that'll fill this God shaped hole. Yeah. But the Enneagram shows us that we do that. Yeah. But the transformation comes when we let God fill the God shaped hole. Yeah.
1: And it makes me think of that phrase, another phrase someone told me a long time ago. We're human beings, not human doings. Yes. And we're trying to do the thing to make us feel better mm-hmm. or whatever. We just need to be in the presence yes. of Jesus. Be the what is it? Um, be the Mary, not the Martha, uh-huh. in the Bible. I need to just sit at the feet of Jesus instead of run around the kitchen like a crazy woman. You no, know,
0: I need to write that down and, and <laughs> put it a few places in my life.
1: <laughs> stick it on your bathroom mirror. Mary, you're welcome. I won't charge you for that one. There
0: you go. I like your little sayings <laughs> that you remember.
1: It's you know what those types of things are short. They stick in my memory, and it's they're little. J- I don't want to say they're jabs, but they're little reminders of like. Mm yeah I need to um I I like it sounds crazy but I like my toes being stepped on because I don't forget those things Mm -hmm. when someone's real gentle about it I'm like yeah I might forget that but when I get my toes stepped on it's a reminder like you know what Kim you need to be in a different spot so
0: I remember that that hurt when my toe my toes hurt when that happened so exactly so it it pings
1: you when you act that way again you're like "Mm, yeah I better get that straight so Anyway, what about our friends that are eights?
0: Our type eight friends in average space try to manage their anger by being controlling and aggressive. They want quick responses and quick action from others. And they're impatient and have strong opinions that they will offer without solicitation.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: In a totally unhealthy space, when they are out of alignment with the gospel, they can be hurtful and cruel they don't hold back anger and behave in destructive behaviors. They feel the need to attack those who have harmed them, and they dominate their friendships and don't show any weakness. But a healthy type eight who's aligned with the gospel, trust God, will not betray them. Wow. They are more open-hearted and open-minded with others. They're still direct and honest, but mm-hmm. it comes from a softer place. They're compassionate protective and warm, you know, and I think about that, um, you know, it's very straightforward. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's almost like you would want a dad to be. Yeah. It's very black and white. Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's like, dad, just tell me like it is. Yeah. And I know that you love me and I know you'll protect me. Yes. And it's cool that in healthy space, that's a type eight. Yeah. So that's pretty cool.
1: It is. It's wonderful.
0: Type nines. In an average space, type nines strongly need peace and harmony in their relationships. So they accommodate and please people. They disregard themselves and become extremely anxious about any conflict that's directed toward them. They can lose their focus almost like they're living in a fog all the time. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to ask for what they want, even if they knew what to ask for. Okay. When type nines are out of alignment... They forget themselves completely and only focus on others' agendas. They have very low energy. They make themselves believe that all is okay when it's really not. Mm. They can become lazy and unmotivated. They can become passive-aggressive. Or they can actually burst into a fury of anger that has been buried for a long time. Wow. So type nines that are in the healthy space when they're aware and they are in alignment with the gospel— They know and feel that their presence matters to God. They live their calling with confidence and strength, and they realize that when conflict is healthy, it can actually be an effective way to grow relationships. Mm -hmm. They become engaged and alert while keeping a peaceful presence, a quiet strength that inspires others.
1: I love that. A quiet strength that inspires others. That is a wonderful quality to have.
0: Yes, it is. That's a
1: very leadership
0: quality, in my opinion. Quiet strength. Yeah. You know, I think about myself and the words quiet strength and quiet. (laughs) I think I know where you're going. (laughs) Yeah, my verbal processor. I think some people want me to be quiet strength and I want me to be quiet strength, but we're working on it.
1: No, but you know what? You're not a nine. That doesn't mean you can't have quiet strength. Yes. But you have gifts and abilities that a nine doesn't have. There you go. You're the person God created you to be. There you go. So don't be envying another number. (laughs) That's right.
0: That's right. Don't be envying.
1: And finally, we are back around to type ones.
0: When a type one is operating on autopilot or the average space, they start to become judgmental and reactive, maybe a little resentful. This is evident in their body language and in their words because they're un ending inner critic leads them down a path with no final destination so they become rigid in procedures to ensure accuracy or perfection Mm. when a type 1 is totally unhealthy their mindset allows their inner critic to control them they become intolerant explosive punishing and inflexible seemingly in order to make things right And it's also easy for them to see imperfections. Yeah. But when a type one is healthy in God, they understand that their inner critic does not have power over them. They put their trust in the Lord, experiencing freedom in Christ. They trust all is sovereign and will work all things for his good. They know that they get to participate, but are not responsible for making things right. God is in control.
1: That's that's very very good. This has definitely been a lot to unpack today, but I think it's all good stuff that's necessary for becoming our best self. Ben, do you have any final thoughts on on what we've shared today?
0: Just just saying what we have mentioned a couple times, awareness and connection to God gives us health and which equals living our best self.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Remember, no matter the question or the situation, the answer is always Jesus. If you're struggling in your relationships, seek Jesus. If you have a bad attitude, seek Jesus. Whatever it is, he's the answer. And as Ben said, drawing closer to God equals living your best self. We invite you to join us next time for part two of Becoming Your Best Self as we discuss virtues and transformation. You're not going to want to miss this. I'm looking forward to that conversation. And if you've found this information helpful, please subscribe to this podcast and journey with us. And if you're still not sure where to start, but you want to know more, refer to episode two. See you next time.